Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Hear engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. Hi, I'm Rhonda Pick, Managing Editor of Poultry Health Today. With me is Dr. Kelly Wamsley, Associate Professor of Poultry Nutrition at Mississippi State University. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We're going to talk a little bit about an area where you've spent a lot of time focused on, which is starter feed. Um, And so tell me a little bit more about how you got into this area of research. My background is at West Virginia University and um, started with undergraduate research there and got involved with um, Joe Moritz's lab where he did a lot of, he's a poultry nutritionist with some specialty in feed manufacture. And so um, got involved as an undergraduate in that area looking at feed quality. And originally the research that I participated in was looking with um, later phases of, of growth. And so um, throughout my undergraduate and graduate career, we've done a lot of feed manufacture research um, and looking also at nutritional consequences of feed manufacture because there aren't a lot of groups that really look at those um, two factors and link them in. Pretty narrow Pretty narrow, area. yeah, yep. area. And yep. so um, I came to Mississippi State about uh, seven and a half years ago and um, we do a lot of different research in, within my lab, but one of our niche areas that we really enjoy looking at, um, because it is one of those narrow focuses, is looking at feed, feed form and the consequences of feeding high quality feed. So why particularly is the starter phase so critical and what opportunities present themselves if we can improve that area? So in the starter phase, there's all this rapid growth that's going on. And there's been a lot of focus on if we can, you know, improve the nutrient um, content of the feed. But there hasn't been a lot of focus on the starter phase in terms of feed form. We know that if we can get those birds off to a good start, then that can have, you know, good effects later on and performance and ultimately economic return. So how did you arrive at um, investigating specifically the the starter phase versus later in life? Okay, so um, like I said, a lot of the work that's been done and what I've researched in my graduate career career and going up, we've really focused in on that later phase of the feed form and what you know, what the consequences are of feeding high quality feed there. And the reason for that is because, you know, that's a time whenever feed intake is so great. And so if you're really going to see the benefits of feeding high quality feed, it should really be in that later phase. But we know that in the starter phase that these birds, if we can get them off to a good start, um, then you should have better economic return in the end. And so what we wanted to do in one of the first trials that we Um, that we looked at in my lab, we wanted to look at in the starter phase, does it matter? How much does it matter? We think that it matters um, what you start those birds out on, but what if you could invest in your money, you know, feed and feed manufacturer at 60 to 70% of the production cost for the bird. So what if you could really invest in feed quality in the starter phase? Early. Early. Mm -hmm. And then does it matter later on? Whenever you've got those throughput issues in the feed mill, can you, do you really need to pay that close attention into feed quality? Or does it matter that you've got to feed those birds high quality feed throughout? And so nobody's really looked at that and those interactive effects of how, if you start them out on either poor 
or high quality feed and then change them out and either. Uh, so what we did was we looked at about a thousand micron average particle size feed versus a um, 1200 micron average feed particle size okay. and fed those birds throughout and either changed them up with giving them 50% pellets or 80% pellets through an entire grow out. And so what we found from that study was that it really does matter what you feed them in the beginning. We saw an interaction between what we feed them in the starter phase and in the finisher phase. We thought that feed quality was important. I mean, that's why we're doing the research in that area. <laughs> yep. But we didn't know what kind of impact really that it, it would have in that magnitude. So that led us into really honing in in that starter phase because there's not a lot of research that's been done on there. We've just been focusing on that later phase of growth because we really want to see those, you know, big changes in feed conversion ratio or whatever benefit um, that you would have in changing feed form from that standpoint because the feed intake is so great in that phase. So specifically, you know, your research findings from a practical producer implementation standpoint, uh, specifically with the starter phase, what is your recommendation for producers based on what you know? We know that feed quality in the starter phase matters. We use a series of eight sieves and just to get a really good range of what particle size that we're going to be feeding. And we kind of restricted into what we were providing to the, the birds. We, we looked at that particle size before and after each day. Um, on a daily basis to look at from zero to seven days, zero to 18 days, what particle size are these birds selecting out? It wasn't a true preference study because it was restricted because we had some feed form treatments that were, they were already presented to those birds. But what we see is those birds, even at a really young age, they start going after those really large particle size feed, almost to the size of what is, would retain on a number five seed which is what's considered to be a pellet. Yep. So that was really surprising. Um, and ultimately what we found in that study is the birds performed better later on because we looked at that starter phase and changing the feed form, and then we fed them a common diet to 56 days, and we saw that those birds that were going after those larger particle sizes feed, those Early. did better. Mm -hmm. So then, as we wander down the road a little bit further and we get into the older birds, what, what's their preference? So we don't know that yet. So okay. that's one of the gaps in knowledge. But also another gap is that we really truly don't know what the birds prefer because we restricted what we gave them. So that's one of the next steps that we're going to be looking at. Um, we know that they're going after those larger particle sizes, but we just don't know how far up you can go. And from a practical standpoint, if you're making feed in the feed mill, I mean, if, you're, if you can take out the step of crumbling feed, then that's going to help you on throughput. That's going to help you on electrical energy costs. And so that could have big economic implications in the long run. What are some other factors that you need to consider as you're looking at, at this? You know, are genetics involved? What, what other things are you looking at? So um, genetics is one thing that we've, we've looked at. We've looked at with two different strains of broilers. And um, we see that regardless of strain, that the birds really do respond to feed form. What practical recommendations do you have for producers as, you know, from based on research that you know at this point? So I think that what you can really hang your hat on is that in the starter phase, these birds they need a larger crumble particle size at least. 
But traditionally, the way that we've been looking at trying to define what particle size is and make a recommendation off of just average particle size, I think that's really difficult to do. I think what we have to, instead of looking at just one number of average feed particle size, we've got to look at more of the distribution of what is in that feed. Because we know that those birds are going after those larger particle sizes, but in the first day or two, you may need to kind of ease them into it. And so have a nice balance and distribution of what those particle sizes are being fed. Thanks for listening to the Poultry Health Today podcast. To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com join.